son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. All right, welcome to another song title challenge where the question is, climbers, how would you write this one? What we do here is we've got climbers, listeners of this podcast, sending in their song titles. You can send in one, you can send in 20, send in as many as you want. God bless you. Send mm-hmm. them to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge in the subject line. So it gets into the right folder. If you don't, it won't, okay? And that's on you, not on me. But send in your titles. I put them in the right folder. I spring them live to Brent on this show. There's a quick little pull-out episode where like 15 minutes, we try to do what you need to be doing to prepare for a song write, or if you're writing your own songs, what you need to prepare to write with yourself. And sometimes it happens in the room, mm-hmm. but... It is a fun creative exercise where you cook up five or six different conceptual angles to write the lyrics from based on the title. So before right. you just start putting pen to paper and coughing up the, the most cliche, bland, predictable way that you can go with the lyric, which is, I think, probably one of the biggest issues I see with amateur songs yes. is that mm-hmm. part that this little 15 minute component that we do every other Friday didn't happen. Right. You're right. <laughs> and it needs to happen. And you'd be amazed at what you can do. Now, the other benefit of this, the side benefit is that this will breathe life into your old hooks and your hook book. Stuff that's, that's right. four or five years old. You haven't thought about it in forever. It had some energy. You had some ideas that you wrote it down and you took the energy to do that. But then it becomes like, I call it wilted lettuce, <laughs> where right. it just sort of disappears and you just don't think about it. But if you go back and pick that title, no matter how bland you think that title might be because it lacks energy, then lo and behold, you can cook up something that you never even thought of when you originally wrote it down. Oh, yeah. I've been so pleased with the results. And if you try to make it a regular practice every day, every other day or whatever your thing is for 15 minutes, you grab your list of titles, randomly pick one. I don't know. Come up with a number. Just go down the list and pick the next one on the list. And go. I'm just going to riff on this for 10 minutes to see what I come up with. It's like a creative warm up. But it also may just get the wheels turned and go, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. And it's low pressure, so there's very low stakes. But it's all upside. 
It's all upside. Like worst case, you lose out on 10 minutes, but you exercise your muscle. So you're still a little stronger now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking there's no greater pressure than staring at a blank page oh, and having yeah. to write lyrics. But like, now's the time here, to write my song. Oh, right. so but we're not here. We're not even talking about writing lyrics. We're just talking about the angle. And so then if you right. go down this exercise, there's nothing to put on paper. It's just concepts of, okay, this angle, this angle, this mm-hmm. angle. And then all of a sudden you nail that one that's like, oh, that just happened. Yeah, then exactly. It's almost not even fair because you're commanding the muse to show up, aren't you? Man, it's so much fun. You're just so inviting. So a cool thing that happened, I don't think I've told you this, but we've been talking about that song I wrote with Patrick Adams and Brad Hacker mm-hmm. and Chris Tiscarino. Anyway, so, you know, we did the demo of it. We song title challenged it. What they brought in was kind of, you know, not not very interesting for that title. So I challenged them to song title challenge. Or Patrick actually said, can we song title challenge this? Yes, Patrick, we can. We did. Yeah, Patrick challenged everybody, yeah. He was like, can, can we do this? I was like, oh, yeah, we can do this. And so we did We're it, and we it. came up with an angle that we all liked way better. And so I, I pitched it. I pitched it to an NR person for an artist, uh-huh. and he and I talked about it. You know, I pitched him a couple of things. He's like, yeah, that one I like. You know, with the title, I was kind of, he was basically prepared to not like it. Yeah, prepared to hate um, it. Because he thought he knew where it was going. He goes, but that angle on it, I thought was really cool. I thought that was cool. I hadn't really heard that that angle. That was a lot more fresh. I was like, <laughs> that's why we song title <laughs> challenge. Because if we'd gone the other way, well, I wouldn't have pitched it for one thing. Right. But it wouldn't have made it past him. But now he's like, oh, that's cool. And this is an A&R person who listens to a ton of songs going, oh, I didn't yeah. see that angle coming. That was more fresh and unique. I thought that was cool. There you go. It ain't just me talking. Already, now you've got him in on the first couple of lines just because it's almost like you set him up with the title mm-hmm. and then you ambush him with the lyrics because they're like. Yeah, it just wasn't what he was expecting. You thought the title <laughs> yeah. was going to go one way and it was like, well, and that was the original version. I was like, we can't go that way. It's not going not gonna to do anything. It's not going to serve us. Help us yeah. reach our goals. This way, at least it has a fighting chance. So see, we'll see. I predicted, but at least I predicted, you know, first it, feedback I we got from an A was like, "Ooh, I really like that angle on it. That was cool." I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, okay. that's right." If, if one says it, a bunch are going to say it, and somebody's somebody's going to jump on. Hopefully, it. a bunch won't have to. Hopefully, just go ahead and get cut, and we just you know put it to bed. Yeah, you're going to get a cut on this one. I can tell just because so. it's like it's it's really good. It's really good. That'd be a good story. All right. So what do we got today? All right, so this is from Climber, William Gunnell. William. And my name's Dwinnell, so I'm just going to say Gunnell. I don't think it's Gunnell. I think it's Gunnell. And the song title is Heart Like a Mason Jar. Heart, Heart like a mason. Like jar. a mason jar. Okay, oh, so my prediction, first of all. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're hot. I kind of like this. I kind of think within the title there's some imagery, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel – so closed it feels like it could go, could go some different ways so kind of and, and i've never heard the title before heart like yeah. a mason jar mason jar is very southern uh-huh. very you know countrified like you're drinking you know apple pie uh mm-hmm. moonshine out of a mason yeah. jar so i kind of i think this is a like a really interesting title so i, I think uh, it, yeah i think so too so thanks for sending that in uh, william it, heart like a mason jar yeah i echo johnny's hot take i think there's a lot of potential here First blush, I do not know what to do with it. But I want to do something with it. If I saw this on a track listing, I'd be curious, like, what's that? 
what they yeah. do with that. It intrigues well, me. How they spend that? <laughs> it intrigues me, which is a great place for a title to start. It doesn't intrigue me going, oh, what kind of train wreck is this? It intrigues me going, how they pull this out? What is this? How is a yeah. like a Mason winning jar? before you're spinning? Is what winning you call before that. you're spinning, as somebody <laughs> says. Yes. So I like the imagery in there. I like the yeah, Mason jar definitely works for a country type song or bluegrass song. It's mm-hmm. it depending on how you how you spin it. So how do you spin it? So now I got to figure out how is a heart like a mason jar? But yeah, it does. Johnny it makes me think of like moonshine, um, you know, mason jar. So this is you know letting the title write the song. Okay, what is mason jar? It's glass. It's transparent. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh. So it's breakable. It's see through. It's, mm-hmm. it's down home. It's country. It can Lots come with of a good lid. stuff can go in it. Lots of good stuff. <laughs> you can pickle your okra. Yeah, uh, or pickle, you can pickle I'm your liver. Pickling. Yeah, that's one thing. Or you can pickle your liver <laughs> with a mason jar. Pickle your okra or pickle your liver. There you go. <laughs> now there's a line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so when you seal them, they're sealed, right? But they can uh, be yeah. – sometimes they're hard to open, but you can get Yeah, they get can be it. hard to open. That's true. If it's uh, – you know, if you do canning, um, which – That's know, what I'm talking canning, about. Yeah. Water bath or whatever or pressure canning that it creates yeah. a seal, a vacuum. Yeah. So if you got to pop it open. Uh, so that can, it can so it can preserve things. If you do canning, it can preserve good stuff for a long time. So you can preserve like old love, like it might be uh, hard to sort of, sort of get that out. Like maybe hard to let that old love out to get her or him to open up again. It's interesting. Making me think of you know mason jars makes me think of grandma talking about canning. It makes me think of grandma, even though I've done cannings and stuff because you know mm-hmm. country boy, but as much as I can be. So okay. Of course, we're just brainstorming here, so it's a safe space. Um, Grandma had a heart like a mason jar. Like, you're transparent. You see what's in there. She's not hiding anything. But also, it seals these memories, like canning, right? It seals them and preserves Mm -hmm. family memories, and she could tell you all these memories. And so you're kind of playing off the canning, preservation, transparency. Uh, We'd sit in her Mm -hmm. kitchen at the bar or whatever, maybe not bar. I don't know, something in Grandma's heart like a mason jar pulled out all these yeah. preserved memories of 1945 and of my dad when he was a kid telling me these stories and grandpa oh, what's that picture there it's black and white <laughs> <not real. laughs> yeah in in pictures yeah so that can be kind of a cool thing very down home could be like a bluegrassy thing about grandma had a heart like a mason jar and you're like what does that mean you know mm-hmm. man she wouldn't hide anything it was right there for you to see but it's fragile it'd break you know you want to be careful with it but it preserved all these memories for the years, and they're still good memories, you know. And she'd open it up and and share with us. We'd go over to visit. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's cool. It could be just like this Americana down home grandma kind of neat story. Her telling you stories about growing up in the Depression or whatever it would be, right? Um, mm-hmm. Something like that would be cool. That makes sense, right? You just see yourself in grandma's kitchen on the farm. Mason jars make sense for that that place and that person and that sort of thing. So. That'd be one angle, which I think would just be a cool kind of, yeah, it feels kind of bluegrassy. Let's see, heart like a mason jar. So, yeah, let's go the moonshine route. Uh, Distillery. Um, what if what if it's a love song? It could be a rowdy love song, but, you know, she's got a heart like a mason jar, man. It'll, you just want to sip from it and you'll get high as a kite. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Like, basically, her love mm. is moonshine, right? When she right. pours it on 200 you, proof. When she lets you proof. have a sip, man, it's just, uh. it's, you're gonzo. <laughs> so that could be like, 
Yeah, that could be kind of a cool thing. Like, so her heart's like a mason jar. Her love is like moonshine when mm-hmm. she lets you partake, right, of her yeah. love, opens her heart for you. Yeah, man, it's moonshine. You'll get high, you'll buzzed, all that stuff. So it's the, you know, love like whiskey, high, you know, drunk on your love kind of thing, but it's a, a more rural Appalachian Southern kind of vibe on it, moonshine kind of take on it. So, I mean, that take's yeah. been done. A bunch, just like I'm high on your love, I'm drunk on your love, that kind of stuff. But it, it seems. But it hasn't been associated with the imagery of a mason jar, which right? Is so cool. it's a fresher take on a well-worn topic, and it, it, for something about it, it feels like it almost could be sweeter too. Like, how was that Springsteen song, Secret Garden? Oh yeah, she didn't open this up for just anybody, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, like dust on the bottle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's mason jar. It's kept it. It's good. Simple and country, and will get you buzzed. You'll go blind, you know. I'm thinking of uh, flammable. <laughs> <What's in laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> don't don't smoke around it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely flammable. <laughs> <laughs> like you run a car on it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else is a mason jar? I mean, you sip sweet tea out of it. Sweet tea on the front porch. You can. And- I mean, you could. You could name a bunch of. Um, so okay. So I got a story that that I would tell you yeah. for sitting in a writing room. So we're on tour, Kid Gypsy. We're on tour. We're in Rapid City, South Dakota, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, and. We get into the bar, and so we're there for a whole week, right? And so mm-hmm. the idea is you're playing like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to small crowds, but then people come in and kind of check out the band, and if you're good, Friday and Saturday are going to be off the chain, you know? Yeah. And so there's this one guy there who, like, this was his gig. We found out this is what he always does, but we had no deal. We had no clue. So he's buying the band shots on Monday, right? Okay. And they're called Windex shots. Okay. And so it's grain alcohol uh-huh. with a little bit of blue curacao so it looks like windex you know <laughs> okay and of course i mean listen we're musicians we never turn down free booze you know we're like oh yeah but we don't know it's friggin grain alcohol you yeah. know so it's like 200 proof dude with the exception of the splash of the blue curacao <laughs> the and, thing in there is the food coloring yeah yeah so. by the time we hit the third set i'm leaning up against the marshall stack i can't <laughs> see straight just trying to get through the damn show and then the club owner comes in and he's all pissed off at this guy because he does it like all the time you know what I mean? like because you don't know you can do a couple two three shots you're fine no yeah. big deal but that's like doing six yeah or seven or eight shots it's like because it's re- reaction yeah that, yeah so you know, yeah. think about 80 proof Two shots would be 160 proof, and you're still not the 200 proof. It's like two and a half shots per shot. Dude, it was wicked. And so it's like it sneaks up on you don't even know yeah. like how – so you could talk about how potent that could be, but like from uh. a surprise angle, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the first time you took Moonshine where you didn't know. And Kelly – so. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. 
Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Another story on the same thing. Kelly's got a buddy down in Louisiana who's a, who does moonshine. And once a year, he drives up to Kentucky mm-hmm. from New Orleans to get the used Jim Beam oak casks to age his moonshine in, right? Oh, cool. And every time he comes up, he would swing by the studio and give us like three, four handles of moonshine, but it's been aged in those casks for a year or two, right? Mm-hmm. So it's got color, it's brown. Yeah. And, and he puts them in friggin' Jim Beam bottles, right? Yeah. And so we would put, because we kept it at the studio, we would put in big black marker, like, this is moonshine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and inevitably, like, we'll be out with a friend that just stops by or whatever, and, and all of a sudden it's eight o'clock and they're down. Like, dude. I think I gotta go home. Like I, I got, I, I don't know what happened, but I'm, I'm hammered. And and he's like, I only had a couple cocktails. We're like, oh, did you take it out of the gym, team bottle, dude? You're gone, you know. <laughs> so something around that, where if you don't know, you yeah, don't know. It's like you know, you got the mason jar. Oh, oh, it may look like water. Yeah, it may look harmless. It may look. But you got a heart like a mason jar. Like that can be water, or that can be something balance. way more potent. <laughs> Yeah, like you just don't know it can what make you're you feel get. really good or light you on fire. Right? Right. <laughs> yeah, it could be water, it could be sweet tea, or it could be moonshine that ends your life yeah. or makes you feel great. <laughs> so, yeah, that could be a thing, too, with her. Like, maybe you just never know what's in it. Although, Mason Jar, you see through it, so you, you at least have a, an Both idea. Both of those instances, you can see. But it wasn't what? like they were giving me some blind taste test. Like, right. you just it don't know what's in the solution. Right? Right. Exactly, yeah. Because water or moonshine may look the same. Yeah, maybe it'll both clear. Um, so that's cool. I was thinking, too, like, Grandpa had a heart like a Mason Jar tucked away on a shelf in the back of a barn, just dusty and empty, you know, with nothing to do since Mom passed away in 82. Or since grandma passed away in 82. Oh. You know, it could be like, you know, what else about a mason jar? That sounds like something you find you could find in the back of a barn on a shelf, empty, full of dust and spider eggs. Now, I think about garages. With ma- you ever seen the mason jar, garage. like the, the homespun mason jar Light? thing in the garage where you put all the, oh, you put the, screws the and bolts stuff? and nuts? And yeah. S- yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And it's a little spin thing because yeah, you yeah, keep tools cool. in there. Um. So that's a thing. So I like the, I mean, it's definitely more of a downer, like the empty cobwebbed mason jar. The heart is just, you know, it just hasn't been used. Needs some yeah. cleaning up. It could still hold a lot yeah. with something to be good for something, to be value. But it, as it is, it's just sitting in the dark. Grandpa had a heart like a mason jar. Or maybe he tucked it away in the dark. He did it to himself, like after grandma died or whatever. And he's just hard. Yeah. Back of the barn, grandpa had a heart like a mason jar. 
Yeah. Used to hold up, but it got poured out, got emptied, used up, and put away. Never filled up again. Sad. Mm. Dust on the bottle, yeah. Yeah. So it's like the opposite of dust on the bottle. But it could be a mason jar. And, you know, I don't guess you'd – I mean, I guess you could store moonshine in a mason jar for a long time. Could you do – It's not going to go bad. (laughs) Believe me. Anything that gets in it will go bad. It will kill anything that approaches. (laughs) So (laughs) – don't stare at it too long, son. Um, <laughs> yeah, kind of the, the little dust on the bottle. A heart like a mason jar back of the shelf in the dark. But, man, it's like if you open it up, it's powerful stuff. Yeah. I don't know if that's so much a guy. It feels like a, a female sentiment because you open her heart and there's so much power in what's in there. That feels like you're talking about a female more than a dude. Dude, you open my heart. I will love you so much. <laughs> I don't feel that powerful love. I'm not feeling that so much for like a dude, but maybe be her heart's in a mason jar tucked away, you know, in the back of the barn kind of thing. Real country girl. So, because her life is hard or whatever, but she's got powerful stuff in there. But this is a tricky one, Will. Heart like a mason jar. I'd be curious what people. What else do they put in mason jars? People do canning, but they also make um, jellies and jams. You know, real sweet stuff. Jams and jellies, yeah. Uh, so moonshine, nuts and bolts, <laughs> storage buttons. You know, grandma's sewing room full of jar full of random buttons. As <laughs> Ted Kuzer would say, a core sample from the Sea of Mending, from the bottom <laughs> of the Sea of Mending. A core sample. I love that. <laughs> let's see what else yeah and like how do you maybe I, I keep coming back to grandma because i just think grandma mason jars just feels like old country but also because she's lived enough that her heart like a mason jar has had all these served all these different purposes and held these different things like it held mm-hmm. sweet tea on those sweet sunday afternoons sitting with grandpa on the porch uh, it held you know, a little bit of moonshine back in the day, you know, that she doesn't talk about much, but she still will smile a little bit, <laughs> you know, to let you know, like, yeah, grandma had her day. Yeah. Little belt never hurt anybody now and again. Yeah. yeah that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> when she gets a cold, she'll, she'll break it back out. Uh, holds buttons <laughs> from when she was making shirts for all of my aunts and uncles and dad canning to mm-hmm. get them through the lean times, you know, it's full of okra and peas and beans or whatever. And it, whatever it needed to be, that's what she did. Grandma had a heart like a mason jar. Um, and so grandma could pickle your okra or pickle your liver. Pickle your okra, pickle your liver. <laughs> so that could be kind of right? cool. Just like a, a case of your grandma who just, or your mom or whatever, but who always, she used her heart like, and just talking about her life and how she gave, especially it's cool. Like she'd open it up and whatever, kind of whatever was needed, that's what she'd do. I don't know the rhyme for jar there, but she had a heart like a mason jar, like timeless, classic, transparent. You know what was in there. And the other thing about a mason was, jar is that it's got a, it's got a big opening. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no bottleneck. <laughs> That's true. He's pour her love out all over the place. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. There's so many ideas. So I'm not, I'm not landed on one that just feels like, Oh, this is obviously it. I mean, for like more of a modern country take, it, it feels like moonshine, kind of the drunk on you kind of thing makes sense for that market as far as could be a, a cool backwoods 
kind of anthem kind of thing. She got a heart like a mason jar. Hit you hard, make you see stars kind of thing in the moonshine. I got an idea. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> like a mason jar. You get so high, you see stars. Yeah. Um, how about this? What about the opposite, right? So what is it like? I wish she had a heart like a mason jar because now it's like something else. It's like, you know, what would be the opposite of a mason jar or something like that? that Martini glass? <laughs> no, let me. Well, that's no. <laughs> No, then, like a different the, kind of jar that or mic? something that's closed off or... Um, yeah. Or like a mason jar. Impenetrable. Yeah. Or, okay, a mason jar you keep, right? You don't throw mason jars away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you ever throw away a mason jar? You better say no, Johnny. I'm going to lose respect for you. You no, don't, I, you I don't got, throw away mason jars. Do you I collect have, them? Have do you a, use them? You drink out of them? full of them. I, I pickle stuff. Yeah, like yeah, it's... Exactly, yeah. So you don't throw away a mason jar. Now... An aluminum can you throw away. Oh, you finish there you a beer, go. you finish a cup, you do crush it and toss it. Not her. She's got a heart like a mason jar. You keep that, you keep it around. There you go. Is, that's money right there. That's positive. <laughs> that's it. It took us a while to get there, yeah, but that's the okay. one right there. Yeah. So, and then you could talk about all the previous relationships you had and compare them to other well, okay, bottles or containers, cans, well, beer bottles, beer cans, Coke yeah, cans. Yeah, crushing whatever. it on Friday night, whatever, baby. Yeah. But if it's like. No, nobody ever used a broken uh, mason jar in a bar fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean. Chunk it to somebody, it would do some damage. Um, <laughs> But, okay, so let's cross-pollinate this with the grandma and her heart was a mason jar and all the different purposes. Like, her heart's a mason. So this girl, my love interest, you know, her heart's a mason jar. Because, man, when she pours out your love, you know, the moonshine thing, right? It'll get you high till you're seeing stars. It's boom. And then also it's it's a sweet tea sip in Sunday afternoon, right? Because you'll sip sweet tea. So the mm-hmm. different aspects of her and your relationship and the way she loves you, this is why she's a keeper. That's what you're saying. She's a keeper. Why? Man, because she's a backwoods Saturday night sipping moonshine and getting you high. And she's a front porch Sunday afternoon sipping sweet tea, just her and you. And, you know, oh, and yeah. what else? Boom, you're on a roll. You're on a roll. Um, That's like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what else? Lemonade, you know, or the sweet tea. You're just refreshing. You're right. So you do some digging. Like, what else can we do that makes sense for a mason or makes sense with the different beverages and what that can represent and different times and seasons and rhythms of a relationship. It's not always Friday night and Saturday night. It's that Sunday morning. It's relaxing. It's it's always handy. Don't want to say like you, I'm using her, but dig into that. That could be a thing. It's not, yeah, it's not some can you crush on Friday night and throw away. No, dude. Yeah. yeah. Our, I card. used to love a heart, like a silver bullet. And then yeah. when I got used up, I threw it away. And then I loved a, a something with a long neck, Mm-hmm. bottle top, pop that off and, and, and throw and it threw that out too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm looking for is a girl with a heart like grandma, with a heart like a mason yeah. jar. Because like, <laughs> you don't throw that if away. If there's a way to do it, commercially speaking, so the guy hasn't been a user, like crush him and toss him, right? Right. Because I love the double meaning of that, like crush him and toss him. What you do with an aluminum can, like a beer can or something. A good time, crush it and toss it away. I guess you just say she's not one of those. Not that I have. She's not a yeah, beer there, can there you that you just you a go. good time, crush it on Friday night, crush it and toss it away and forget about it. You, no. You just say yeah. that way it's not I used to do this because that way whoever Jake Owen doesn't have to be that guy. So you don't get five cents for returning the glass. Like this is something this that is something you, you hold on to. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So 
if you can do that, that way the singer doesn't look like he's ever been like a user, that guy that would throw a girl away or her heart away. But it's just saying she's not this stuff. Right. And then, so if you do that, like first verse, you know, she's not the beer can, she's not the whatever, these more disposable things. Then you hit that chorus, you got a heart like a mason jar, and you do the moonshine and the sweet tea sipping. You only need a couple of those to fill up a chorus because you don't want to overstay your welcome. Yeah. She got a heart like a mason jar. Yep. And then, like, where would you go in the second verse? I haven't figured out yet, but Will, if you would like to. <laughs> so that might be our dot, dot, dot. But I mean, we got some good looks at that, man. Yeah, we got, hopefully, got yeah, you up on a run. We got some start. good looks at that. But I think that's cool. Dang it. These are fun and these are frustrating. It's all foreplay. <laughs> Just like life. Exactly. So until somebody gets poked in the eye with a stick, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so you set it up, tee it off now. Yeah. Uh, if, if Will wants to finish this song with you, so Will, if you want to uh, work on this one or anyone else, I do private coaching, consulting. It's basically a chance to meet me in a Zoom meeting, and I'm at your service. I do private consultations, so you can ask me your questions about the art, craft, and business of songwriting. I look at songs. I do song feedback evaluations. I do private song title challenges. I can help you prepare your song. I can help you repair your song. Basically, I'm here to help you write your best songs yet and get your questions about the music business answered by somebody who's been in it for a minute. And you can find all the details. You can see my calendar and you can book a session at songwritingpro.com slash coaching. That is songwritingpro.com slash coaching. There you go. All right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of another killer song title challenge. Send your titles, as many as you want, into info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge in the subject line so it gets in the right folder. If you don't, it won't. This podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship. The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.